Good morning po sa inyong lahat. Yan. So, again, I'm Shasha. I've, I've been serving in the Levites and the worship, or the worship team of Lighthouse for the past five years and just for the last year uh, with the experience department with my husband. It is a pleasure and honor to speak in front of you today to deliver the Word of God. Are you excited po? Amen. So today, we are going to learn about experiencing God powerfully in worship. Sabihin niyo po, worship. Yung salita pong worship as Christians, isn't it a familiar word already? Actually, parang wala pong linggo na dadaan na hindi natin maririnig yung salitang worship. Tama po ba? But today, because this is what the Lord wants us to hear again, what the Lord wants to remind us of, allow me to invite you to answer this question, no matter how old or how young you are as a Christian. Ano nga po ba talaga ang worship? Nung ako po ay college, sabi po ng professor ko sa communications, uh, one of the unique ways you can start defining something is by first describing what it is not. So let's start there. Ready na po? Hello po pala sa ating online community. Worship is not, worship is not the song that we sing after praise. Bilang mga Pinoy po, meron pong misconception na ang fast songs, yun yung mga praise. Tapos pag bumagal na, ah, worship na. Hindi po. Wala pong kinalaman sa bilis ng kanta ang worship. Next, worship is not done only on Sundays at church. Excited na akong magsimba kasi mag-worship na ako. Kapatid, you can do that even if you're not here in church at kahit anong araw pa ng linggo. Nabanggit din yan kanina ni Pastor Carlo. Next, worship is not an energizer or icebreaker. Alas stress na, tok na yung mga tao, no? Worship tayo. Yes, natatawa po yung mga Levites. Pero totoo po yun na when we sing songs of praise and worship unto our God, di ba po nakaka-energize? Kanina nagsasayawan tayo dito. We were all lifting our hands in worship and it really energizes us. But let's be cautious po na hindi natin i-minimize sa ganong purpose ang worship. Next, worship is not carried out exclusively by Levites. Naku, hindi dumating yung Levite. Paano tayo mag-worship? Hindi po. Hindi po kailangan ng magaling kumanta para kayo ay makapag-worship. And finally, worship is not produced by music and songs. Linggo-linggo kumaawit po tayo ng songs ng praise and worship. Pero hindi po requirement na may kanta at musika bago kayo makapagsamba sa ating Panginoon. Amen? So, if this is what worship is not, then what is worship? The Greek word for worship is latria. Sabihan niyo po yung katabi niyo ng i-Greek niyo po siya or i-Griego niyo yung katabi niyo, sabihan niyo, latria. Yan. So, it is service rendered unto God. To worship po pala means to serve our God. 
Amen. And the Bridgeway Bible Dictionary defines it as an attitude of humble submission unto God. It is an attitude of the heart where you are humble and fully submitted unto our God. Now, if this is what worship is, then experiencing God powerfully in worship is probably not as simple as clapping and dancing to the songs. Worshiping God or experiencing God powerfully in worship requires something much more deeper. Amen po ba? And it requires a life that is offered as worship unto our God. And I know na banggit na to ni Pastor Carlo kanina and that's probably a confirmation that this is really what the Lord wants you to hear today. But this is what we learn today and this is what the Lord wants to remind us of. To experience God powerfully in worship, you must have a life of worship through a lifestyle of worship. Tayong lahat po ay tumayo for the reading of the word. And if you have your own Bibles with you, online community, do join us in reading Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. And on screen is the NASB version. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Verse 2, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove that the will, what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. This is the word of the Lord for us today. Let us bow down to pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to learn about you. To know you deeper, oh God. And as we learn or relearn today what worship is truly about, would you prepare our hearts, Lord God, and would you prepare our minds to receive from you. We come against any distraction, Lord God, that is taking our focus away. This moment is for you, Lord God. Would you hide me, Lord God, behind your cross that I may only say, Lord God, I may only speak what comes from you. Holy Spirit, you are welcome to move in this place today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may now be seated. So our text is from the book of Romans. No? Romans po actually is a letter. Sulat po siya, written by the Apostle Paul to the church in Rome. Kaya po, Romans. At ang Romans po ay may 16 chapters. Nakapagpadala na po ba kayo ng sulat na may 16 chapters? Ano po kaya yung purpose ni Paul, no? But why, why did he take time to write this to the Romans? The situation at that time was, tapos na, nasa New Testament na po tayo, tapos na po, na, namatay na po si Jesus sa Cruz. And Christianism has begun spreading. At yung Rome po, as you know, it is a big city. And a Christian church has already started there. Kaso, Meron po silang mga paniniwala na kailangang i-correct. Dahil karamihan po sa kanila, pinangahawakan pa rin yung uh, 
law noong Old Testament. Nalalaman niyo po yung sa Old Testament yung may mga ritual sila na bago makapag-pray dapat may ganto step 1, step 2, step 3. So the Christians at this time were still focused on doing all those steps religiously without truly acknowledging why they are doing it. And so yung pong uh, Romans ay sinulat ni Paul to emphasize that Christians are justified and declared righteous only by God's grace, not by works. Ulitin ko po, only by God's grace, not by works. So kahit ano po ang gawin ng isang tao, hindi po niya maililigtas ang sarili niya from eternal death. Dahil iisa lang po ang tagapagligtas. At yun ay si Jesus. So kailangan i-remind ni Paul yung mga Romans about this. And the first 11 chapters just talks about that. But come verse, come chapter 12, mag-uumpisa na po si Paul to challenge the Christians. Because this is what the Lord has done for you. This is now what we should do. And the first two verses of Romans chapter 12 talk about how we can live a life of worship. Sa NASB version po, it says, this is your spiritual service, spiritual service of worship. And in the NLT version, this is truly the way to worship Him. So just from these two verses, we have three lessons that we can learn from Apostle Paul. What does it mean to live a life of worship? Let's start po. A person with a life of worship responds to what the Lord has done. A person with a life of worship responds to what the Lord has done. Sabi po, part po ng verse 1, it says there in the NLT version, because of all He has done for you. Mamuhay ka ng may pagsamba sa ating Panginoon dahil sa lahat ng ginawa niya para sa'yo. A life of worship responds to what the Lord has done. And Apostle Paul is just reminding the Christians that a life of worship is like a thank you, a reply, a response to the salvations that we now have through the cross that is given by grace and not by our own works. Amen? Next, according to Apostle Paul in Romans, a life of worship offers its own body as a living sacrifice. Sabi po, so verse 1, to present your bodies, present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God. Now this is just a phrase, this is not even a complete sentence, but just in that phrase, marami na pong binabasag si Apostle Paul na kaibahan ng pag-aalay or ng offering noong Old Testament versus what is now asked of us as Christians. Let's take a look at that. Una po, if you offer your own body as a living sacrifice, it is a voluntary act. Dahil ang mga hayop po ng Old Testament, hindi po sila nagbo-volunteer. Ako po, i-offer niyo po ako. Tama po? Pero ngayon tayong mga Kristiyano, we are asked to present ourselves Tayo ang magpresenta. It is a voluntary act. Next, it requires the energy and capacity of us humans while we are alive. Kung para po sa mga animal sacrifices, 
na pinatay po muna bago po ialay sa ating Panginoon ang mga Kristiyano habang buhay ka pa, habang may lakas ka pa. Ini-encourage ka ni Apostle Paul to offer your body as a living sacrifice. Amen? And next, the offering must be acceptable to God. Now in the Old Testament, very specific po ang uh, instructions ng law. May specific animals lang na pwedeng gawing burnt offering. Tapos dapat, uh, ito lang yung mga kinain niya. Dapat ganito siya pinalaki. Dapat hindi siya masyadong mataba. Mga ganyang mga bagay. But this is the challenge. Sorry po, wala po akong sinasaktan sa mataba. <laughs> But this is the challenge for Christians. You yourself, your body itself, must be acceptable unto God. And it's not talking about your height, your complexion, your skin care, and your weight. It has nothing to do with the physical. It's about how clean you maintain your body to be in the eyes of God. Offer. A life of worship offers its own body as a living sacrifice. And finally, a life of worship or a person with a life of worship submits to the renewing of the mind. Sabi po sa verse 2, and, so hindi pa tapos si Apostle Paul to instruct, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Sino ang magre-renew ng inyong mind? Sa NLT version, it says directly, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Ang ating mind po, it is believed to be a neutral entity. At depende lang po sa kung ano yung pinapasok natin dito, kung mabuti o masama yung magiging thoughts ng mind. No? And that is what renewing of the mind is about. Tinatalikuran mo yung mga exposure ng makamundong bagay, and you intentionally pursue the mind of Christ through the Holy Spirit. And according to Matthew Henry, the greatest enemy to this renewal of the mind, binabago na ng Diyos sana yung utak mo eh, but there is a greatest enemy, and that is conformity to this world. Kaya po tayo kailangan paalalahanan, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Ang mundo po ngayon, kung ano-ano po ang pinupursue. Yaman, properties, the latest gadgets, travel lifestyle. But, we are asked not to conform to this and submit instead to the renewing of the mind. So, yan po ang tatlong lessons that we can learn from the from what apostle paul wrote respond a life of a person with a life of worship responds to what the lord has done offers their own body as a living sacrifice and submits to the renewing of the mind now ito po ay sinulat ni apostle paul para sa roma paano naman po siya ma-apply sa atin ng mga kristiyano ngayong 2023 How do, we, how do we make this a reality in our own Christian life? Na-mention po ni Pastor Jojo kanina, I'm a doctor. Totoo po yun. Medical doctor po ako. 
And when we manage patients, pag kami po ay nagre-reseta or may ginagamot po kaming mga sakit, bukod po sa resetang gamot, may isa po kaming hindi dapat kalimutan na sabihin sa pasyente. Because if we want our patients to be healthy, we should remind them to have a healthy lifestyle. No? So that is our reminder today as well. If you want a life of worship, you must have a lifestyle of worship. Now let's talk about lifestyle. Again, another common word, but what does it truly mean? Lifestyle means, lifestyle means a way of living. Paano ka ba nabubuhay? Marami na pong uso ngayon, eco-friendly lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle, digital lifestyle. And when you commit to a certain lifestyle, lahat ng desisyon mo araw-araw, the small decisions and the big decisions, you ask yourself, if you want an eco-friendly lifestyle, eto ba ay eco-friendly or not? If you want a healthy lifestyle, it's this healthy or not? So, today, Lighthouse, I present to you three actionable steps. When you say actionable, ngayong araw mismo, pwede nyo na pong umpisahang gawin. And this is still based from our text earlier. Our first actionable item, mga kapatid, take time to reflect on what the Lord has done and who He is in your life. Take time, kapatid. Alam nyo ba na mahirap mag-reflect kung bising-bisi ka sa buhay? Kung hindi ka titigil at tatahimik, hindi ka po makakapag-reflect. So take that time to reflect on what the Lord has done and who He is in your life. Process what's going on with your life with people that you trust. Kaya po tayo may mga discipleship group. Kaya po tayo may mga ministry leaders. You, you, you reflect with them. Nasaan ba si Lord sa buhay mo? Paano siya kumilos sa buhay mo ngayong araw na to? Kahapon, paano siya kumilos? Nung past week, paano siya kumilos? That's how you take time to reflect. And you can write it down kung mahilig kayo magsulat. Uh, in the secular world, they call this the gratitude journal. You just write down what you're thankful for every day. But kung kayo naman po ay nagka-quiet time, you spend time, you know, praying and reading the Word of God, give yourself one to three minutes to just reflect what the Lord has been doing in your life. Kami pong mag-asawa, asawa ko po pala si Pastor Ren, by the way. I know. <laughs> kami pong mag-asawa, nakatira po kami, dyan lang po sa Cityland, mga... Tatlong tumbling lang po galing dito. <laughs> Naglalakad lang po kami palagi from church. So, unintentionally, naging uh, nakasanayan po namin na while we are walking along Buen Camino, papunta dyan sa may Mr. Parks, papunta sa Spine Road, hanggang makapunta kami sa lobby ng aming condominium. Pinag-uusapan po namin what happened in the day at kung paano kumilo si Lord. It's, it's the little things, really. One time, bumili kami ng lunch sa 7-Eleven. Sabi ko sa kanya, grabe tong pagkain na to. Nung studyante ako, pag-iisipan ko pa ng 10 times kung bibilin ko kasi hindi to kasha sa ano ko, sa allowance ko. Pero ngayon, kahit dalawang order, kaya ko nang bilhin. Thank you, Lord! Kaya po tayo ganito eh. 
Pero thank you, Lord, di ba? Talagang inaalagaan tayo ng Panginoon. And that's what it means to take time to reflect on what the Lord has done. Next actionable item, don't, kapatid, young people, don't let your body do unclean deeds. And use your body to express your worship. Ganto lang talaga ako mag-worship. Because of who you are, I give you. Use your body, kapatid, to express worship. But more importantly, don't let it do unclean deeds. Don't let the same eyes that read the Bibles be the same eyes watching questionable content. Don't let the same ears that listen to worship music be the same ears that listen to music that promotes the culture of this new world. Don't let the same lips that declare praises unto our God be the same lips that drop curses, hurtful words, and lies. And do not let these same hands that you raise to worship God be the same hands that hurt someone, physically hurt someone. Do a terrible deed. Mga kapatid, do not. Let your body do unclean deeds. And use it to express your worship. Our next actionable, actionable item towards a lifestyle of worship. Mga kapatid, maintain a worship mindset with a yearning to encounter God. At lahat po ng mga Gen Z ay magsabi ng mindset. Mindset ba? But it's really what it is. If you do not have the mindset for it, how can you be intentional in pursuing it? No? Kada decision, every time you open your browser, every time you open your TV, oh, I am maintaining a worship lifestyle. I am maintaining a life of worship. Is this helping my life of worship or is this destroying it? You have that mindset. Oh, I am listening to this song. Again, it's so catchy. There's a new TikTok for it. But listen to the lyrics. Is it helping your worship life or is it destroying it? Have that worship mindset with a yearning to encounter God. Mga kapatid, Sister Leia talked about this a couple of Sundays back. But the Lord wants to encounter you. I will say that again. The Lord wants to encounter you. But you also have to come in with that intentionality to encounter God. When you come in for church, take away all distractions, mga kapatid. Amen? And just intentionally pursue the presence of God. Now, if you are an old Christian, probably you're already volunteering Sunday in and Sunday out. May ginagawa ka na para kay Lord sa simbahan. Pero pag nagkakantahan dito, hindi mo magets, Hindi mo magets ba't sila tumatalon? Hindi mo magets ba't may nag-iiyakan? Bakit may na? Hindi mo talaga na maintindihan. You just don't feel it anymore. And even if someone prays or someone preaches, the words just pass you by. Hindi na siya, hindi na siya lumalalim sa'yo. If this is you, kapatid, I ask you with love, how is your worship mindset? How are you being intentional to encounter the Lord? Yan po ang ating mga reminders today. To have a life of worship, 
we must have a lifestyle of worship. Apostle Paul reminds us to respond to what the Lord has done. Actionable, actionable item. Ngayong araw po kaagad, take time to reflect on what the Lord has done and who He is in your life. Sino ba siya sa buhay mo? Apostle Paul reminds us to offer our own body as a living sacrifice. And you can do that right now. Stop doing whatever unclean deed it is you're doing, kung meron pa. And use your body to express your worship unto the Lord. And Apostle Paul reminds us to submit to the renewing of the mind. Allow the Lord to change you by changing the way you think. And that's why we have to maintain a worship mindset with a yearning always to encounter God. Mga kapatid, this is what it truly means to worship God. Wala pong schedule. Wala pong lugar. Wala pong music required. Yung buhay po natin mismo, our lives should be lives of worship unto God. Our lives should be a living sacrifice. And there is no starting point. There is no ending point. It's just a continuous daily life of worship. That's how you encounter God. Experience God powerfully in worship. And if all of us becomes intentional in having a life of worship, individual life of worship, mga kapatid, when we come together here on Sundays, believe me, our congregational worship experience will also change. Amen? Now, what about worship songs? Sabi mo, pastora kanina, hindi required ang songs mag-worship. And we've learned that songs are not required. And at this point, I'd like to ask my husband to play some music. Christian songs. Christian songs are there to help us reflect about who God is and what He has done. And worship songs help us express, no? Express our worship unto our God. So there's this old song. When I look into your holiness, when I gaze into your loveliness, you reflect. And then the chorus goes, I worship you. I worship you. It helps you express your worship. So it's not about songs, but songs can help us. And if you would allow me today, I'd like to share with you my, my story through the songs that I've encountered. So my family started attending a Christian church when I was four. And then I was raised in a Christian home po. My parents' devotion in serving the Lord in His ministry has been an early example for me. Ako po yung maliit na bit-bit pag may praise and worship rehearsal. At maliit na bit-bit kapag nagyayang adult fellowship yung magulang ko. I was exposed to ministry early. And I've always attended Sunday school since. And I like the songs. And this was one of the first Christian songs I learned to sing. 
Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in His sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. But it wasn't until I was 10 years old that I had a personal encounter with God. Ganun naman po yun. Lalaki ka sa Christian home, but you will come to that crossroads at ikaw mismo magde-decide, Christiano ako. And for me, I was in a youth conference and There I understood what it truly meant to be a Christian. How I was helpless in sin. And there's nothing I can do about it. But Jesus knew me before I was born. And He died on the cross to save me from eternal death. And I received Him then as my Lord and Savior. And the desire to live for Him was birthed with this song. This is my cry, my one desire is to be where you as a Christian and your spiritual growth was grabe dere derecho walang backslide I thank the Lord and I commend you kasi my story wasn't like that since I was a teenager habang umaaten pa ako ng youth fellowship at habang nagvo-volunteer pa ako as Sunday school teacher deep inside the world had a strong pull on me There's peer pressure. Nainggit ako sa ginagawa ng mga kaibigan kong non-Christian. In the values of the non-Christian world, I found more appealing. But every time I sat in church services, every time I stand to sing these worship songs, every time I had my personal devotions, I would still encounter the Lord again and again and again. And I would just go back to Him every single time. And I expressed my gratitude towards the Lord through this song. How many times have I broken your heart but still you forgive if only I ask and how many times have you forward when I was 20s na po. Adult na po ako. But I was still a student. Kasi po nag-aaral pa po ako ng medicine. By this time, I was in my 20s. I've been living in Malate, Manila for four years already. 
and just the constant exposure to non-Christian classmates. Maglalakad ka lang, lalabas ka lang ng dormo, ansa na kaagad ang bar. And these activities just made me fall victim again to this worldly lifestyle. It got so bad that I even had a relationship with an atheist. I was a Christian, but ganun na po kalala yung compromise ko. But, I still needed the Lord. I would still go to Him. Grabe no? Alam na nga may ginagawang masama, lapit pa rin ang lapit sa Lord. But I just needed rescue. Kailangan kong magdasal na makapasa ako sa mga exam ko sa med school. Kailangan kong maniwala na magpo-provide pa rin sa Lord ng tuition fee ko. Kailangan kong maniwala na may mas maganda pang buhay kaysa sa kung nasaan ako ngayon. And trust me, the entire time, there's just this tug of war. You know, good and bad. Yung literal po na merong anghel dito at may demonyo dito. Every day of my life. And yet His love, His love remained. Cause your love never fails, never gives up, it never runs out on me. Cause your love never fails, it never gives up, it never runs out on me. And your love never fails, it never gives up, it never runs out on me. Your love. And the tug of war went on for years. I had a double life. I was living double identities. Pag nasa Manila ako on the weekdays, I was succumbing to temptations of the world. But when I go home and attend church on weekends, I was praising God in church. Nakakapagod po yun. At alam kong mali po yung nangyari sa akin, but I allowed it to go on for years and years. Until that one conference, kaya umatend kayo ng mga conference, mga kapatid, kumikilos ang Panginoon sa conference. Until that one youth conference when the altar call was to go back to my first love. And I knew who that is. Because my first love is Jesus. po, nararamdaman ko na yung tawag ng Panginoon na meron po akong gagawin for His ministry. That's unusual. I have a higher calling. Pero andun pa ako. Andun pa ako sa tug of war na yun. And as I responded to that altar call, trust me, it took a lot more to fully let my sin go. And even though it was hard for me to fully turn my back against the worldly way of living, this song was an encouragement for me to slowly yield to the Spirit even if it's out of my comfort zone. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper 
faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Knowing that kind of history, that kind of story, logic would tell us that that girl never recovered. Pasaway? Lumaki na nga sa kristyanong bahay. Laging magdadasal pag Sunday, tapos pabalik-balik sa makamundong pamumuhay. Human reason would tell us that she was too unfilthy, that she was unworthy to be used by God. But not in the eyes of God, mga kapatid. I experienced the love of God. I experienced the grace of God. And by the grace of God, I fully surrendered to Him. I encountered who He is in a much deeper way. At ngayon po, I am now five years married to a husband who loves me and cares for me. At kami po, He's not only a believer. Thank you, Lord. Hindi lang po siya believer, but we are both pastors. And we serve in a church who really embraced us and loved us. We live in a home that is perfect for a season of life. And as we serve God, we get to travel. <laughs> and although I did not climb up that career ladder as a doctor, kaya po hindi halata na doctor ako. <laughs> but although I didn't pursue that, you know what? The Lord has been faithful in blessing us financially. We live a comfortable life. We're able to receive. We are blessed with the gadgets that we need. We are able to have enjoyment when we need. All glory to God po. I am here redeemed and transformed not because of what I have done, not because of the choices that I've made, but because of who He is. And because of this, I always have reason to raise my hands I always have reason to give praise and worship unto my God. I always have reason to live my life according to the glory of the one God who saved me, who redeemed me, who provided for me. And because of that, He deserves all the glory and praise because of who He is. Thank you, Lord. Yan po ang nagagawa ng worship songs. Worship songs minister to us. But to experience God in worship is more than just a song. It's more than just a set list. It doesn't stop there, mga kapatid. It is responding to who God is and what He has done through a life of worship. And let's pray together as a church. Father God in heaven, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for reminding us, Lord. Truly, you are our shepherd, Panginoon. You guide us, Panginoon, but you correct us when we've gone the wrong path. And so today, as a church, Lord, we humbly come before you, Father. We offer ourselves as living sacrifice unto you in response to who you are, in response to the salvation that you have given us. 
May each one of us, Lord, go deeper in our relationship with you. May each one of us, Lord, experience a next level of encounter with you, Lord God. And as a church, we know, Lord God, that you are taking us to new heights. You're taking us to new experiences. Not by our own minds, not by our own efforts, but by the glory of our God. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And why don't you raise your hands for the benediction? May the Lord bless you. And may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord turn His face towards you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Happy Sunday, Lighthouse. See you once again next Sunday. Have a blessed day, Paul.